I love that thing. Fat free, yes. Anthrax, we don't know. There might be traces. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast. I'm Jeff Hopkins, and I'm joined by my good, good friends, Richard Manfredi. Hello. And this schmuck I've known for a while, Michael Winfield. Howdy. Richard and Michael spend most of their time arguing with each other about the Mount Rushmore of life, the four things that best represent the four things best represent a certain topic. And they've chosen me as a somewhat like a WWE wrestling referee where I I notice some things, I don't notice some things, I enforce some rules, I don't enforce some rules, and ultimately whoever was going to win is going to win at the end. Richard had his foot on the ta- on the rope the entire time. Yeah, but Michael did not was not holding the tag rope when he made a tag in, okay. so. <laughs> I'm already confused. Yeah, oh, so, all right, sorry, guys. What were you talking about? I wasn't even noticing. Yeah, no, yeah. What was just happening? But I do, at the end of the uh, podcast, determine who is the winner. Um, and this podcast subject, we are excited to tackle because it was submitted by a guy who's a pretty good friend of ours and a very creative individual who's a fan of the podcast. We're happy to know that. His name is David Brown. And uh, David Brown is a unique individual. You know, we taped this podcast in Los Angeles where you can't throw a rock without hitting some kind of storyteller type guy or a screenwriter or a TV writer or something like that. Well, David uh, actually brings stories to life to kids uh, by dint of his role as a librarian. And he has a cool um, YouTube channel, the Casa Grande Public Library, where he brings stories to life, and you can tweet to him at DavidONB612, which he says is a reference to Little Prince. So, Hey, is this about him or is it about us? You're right. By the us. way, Casa Grande means big house in Spanish. Oh, my God. Just so you know. Because <laughs> yo hablo espanol, guys. We're off the rails. We're in other languages. We're referring to other people. When I when I told David that uh, we were recording, we even said what is with subject matter yet. No, no, we'll yeah, get there eventually. Okay. <laughs> when I told him that we were choosing one of his uh, his topics this week, he was like, "Good, that way, man, Freddie can't talk about sports." <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, you gotta say it like him. Good. I mean, yeah. Freddie can't talk about sports. <laughs> so you, there's definitely a, an anti-sports segment of our listenership. I think it's just Dave. I think it's just Probably uh, just Brown Dave. Town. Just yeah. Brown Town. It, you. So you know who are the subject. So now you know who submitted the topic. You know how he feels about sports, but you don't know the topic. The topic is the Mount Rushmore of shitty candies. And we, uh, so we've gone ahead and brought samples. Of our shitty candies, yeah, the, and I am looking at this. The table is replete with the things that you would toss out of your Halloween bag as soon as you got it. It's you know so the awful. scene from the movie Tom Jones, the big feast scene? It's like that, except all the stuff you don't want to eat. It's yeah. like the least erotic feast ever. Pretty nasty stuff. Uh, Necco wafers. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to okay. it. Oh, all right. Okay. Just know that they're bad. <laughs> okay, so... Um, well, I guess we could uh, do rock, paper, scissors or well, something. Well, should we do the order. joint one that, that Michael and I both have first, and then we'll go individu- individually from there? So Michael and I both agreed on one shitty candy, and that is circus peanuts. Oh, those are awful. Does it even count as candy? It, it's just It should just count as the category of awful. Yeah, it, should, it is. Under yeah. the category of awful, we have yeah. circus peanuts alone at the top. And like like uh, the philosophical uh, categorization, it is neither peanut nor circus, right? I mean, what what about this makes it a circus peanut? Nothing. They're shaped like a peanut. Yeah, I think it's sponsored. That's it. It isn't actually a 3M uh, expandable insulation. Uh, yeah, you could you could replace these with shipping peanuts and no one like yeah. and your and your laptop is getting where it's getting in perfect condition. Okay, three, two, one. Let's eat one. And what's the first word that comes to your mind? 
no. Rancid. <laughs> Would you say no? No. <laughs> it's, it tastes like no. Well, okay. It's a marshmallow. It's orange and looks like a peanut and is like vaguely banana flavored, which right off the bat, uh, banana flavored anything is, it, it just kills it for me. You don't like bananas? I don't like banana flavored like things. I got things. it. Things. I, yeah. I'm not a, you know, not a big fan of bananas anyway, yeah. but these in particular, like I was reading, did you do any research on? Yeah, I did. So, oh boy. uh. Apparently, it's an accident that, like, <laughs> banana oil accidentally got into the flavor. Oh. And so they just went with it. How lazy is that, by the way? It's just like, well, we got some banana oil in there. This tastes like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 1800s. Maybe no one will notice. <laughs> what, uh, what, what oil were they were trying to get in it? Was there some – what was the flavor was supposed to be? Do we know a peanut Anything flavor? other – than banana uh-huh. would be good. This, uh, like the flavor of chapstick, reminds me of how horrible life was about 100 years ago when these things were invented. Yeah, there's a pattern, by the way, especially in mine, that a lot of these are stuff that has a long history. Mm-hmm. So I think almost the, the, the pattern of mine is going to be your grandparents had awful taste in awful candy. Awful taste, yeah. Well, it's, it's when they used to just, you know, put cocaine in things. Yeah. And they were just okay, okay with being high. Oh, so maybe the circus peanut was originally a very entertaining candy back when they could put cocaine in it. And there's a small percentage of people who love the circus peanuts. It's one of those things where if you like circus peanuts, you love yeah. circus peanuts. I yeah. think I think that's how most of these candies that are in front of us, um, they kind of stick around because there was a small... You know, a few weeks ago, we talked about like the letter-writing campaigns yeah. for Cagney and Lacey. Yeah. These are the same people. The same people keeping the circus peanuts around. They want circus peanuts, peanuts and they want the, the rest of our other choices. There is other speculation that maybe one batch of circus peanuts was made 50 years ago, and it just has moved so slowly that we're just <laughs> still getting rid of it. Is right? it it's like the fruitcake of, yeah. Yeah. Of, of candies? Yeah. Well, you actually mentioned, I think, circus peanuts in the cereal episode. I did believe. We talk about it? Oh, yeah, because okay. the Lucky Charms were originally came. They originally came up with the Lucky Charms when they took stale circus peanuts and chopped it up and put it into cereal. <laughs> that was how it was developed. I, I know a lot of people actually like the circus peanuts when they're stale, kind of like the Peeps. Okay, well let's there's let's take the circus peanut in front of us and dunk it in milk <laughs> and see if it's still awful. What's funny about the mold of the circus peanut is it looks like. The hap, hap, like it's about one third of it has the peanut texture, and then they just kind of gave up, and it's smooth on the side. This has the consistency of Play-Doh that's not quite gone, yeah, uh, gone hard, but it's got left out a little too long, yeah. And so it's still like kind of moist on the outside, but when you break it open, it's kind of that hard, crunchy, almost crunchy. Mm-hmm. When I when it's I, like that. When I picked up a bag of it, I you know squeezed it, and I thought there's. There's no way that this is accurate. There's no yeah. way that this is the, what they were going for initially, and yeah. I guess. Yeah, I actually picked up a bag and thought, oh, that's not stale enough or it's too bouncy, but I know this isn't right. I must have just got a like a stale bag. And they picked up another one and another one and realized, nope. Well, I think I think it should also be noted that both Richard and I chose we, – we each brought a bag, mm-hmm. and they're both off-brand. Oh, yeah. And I – I honestly don't believe that it matters. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I actually did research this a little bit. There are basically four companies that make circus peanuts. Um, oh. And the big four. The big four, yeah. <laughs> Guys, big circus peanut is coming after the, us for this. But when you see all the uh, off brand ones, they're actually made by one of those four companies. It's just oh, generic. Oh, it doesn't matter. But they make it there and they just ship so it at I white speculate, label. It. Who do we think eats circus peanuts? 
the elderly? People with some sort of head injury that a caused head, them to lose trauma. all sense of taste and texture. Uh, I I would speculate that with this podcast episode, we have invited and alienated our elderly audience. So thank you for listening. Listen, my dad actually doesn't listen to the podcast, although I'll sneak onto his phone and I'll download it <laughs> just to boost our numbers by one. Good job. Also, um, I changed the uh, size settings on the font. So every, oh. every week it either gets bigger or it gets smaller. And so far he hasn't noticed. Does, this, does your dad know anything about the password protection part of the phone? Oh, no, I know his password. Oh, I guess Is it, is it I, password? I guessed it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think Richard, you might have taken the larger bite of the circus peanut. So yeah, that, unfortunately, that, that would win you the right to uh, make your first choice. That is second, it. yeah, my, yeah, second my choice. our second choice together. I'm gonna go with one. I guess I'll go with the Hershey's dark special dark chocolate. Oh, okay, and these are this is the one most likely to be uneaten in your Halloween bag. I think uh, yeah. of the of the miniatures you would get the Hershey's miniatures. Yeah. Everything else in there was really good. You get the crackle, you get like the regular Hershey's, you'd get a Mr. Good bar. Mm-hmm. And then you'd get this lump lump of crap. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and we can maybe all take a bite here and, and enjoy. Me personally, I don't mind uh dark chocolate. Yeah. This doesn't like offend me. This isn't this wouldn't rank on my worst. Yeah, that's no, not good. My worst chocolate. But let me so let me explain why this is on my list. Because when I was a kid, I hated dark chocolate with an absolute passion. As I got older, now I kind of appreciate yeah. I appreciate dark chocolate, especially if you know it's like a dark chocolate with like some sort of berry or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, go go to Ghirardelli's and get the squares. Perfectly fine. I realized I don't actually hate dark chocolate. I hate shitty dark chocolate. Oh, okay. And this is shitty dark chocolate. <laughs> and so this actually managed me to turn me off of dark chocolate for like 20 years just because I had the memory of this like bitter uh-huh. uh, kind of Are those chemically your, your 20 childhood years or cuz I I think... <laughs> I'm not really out of them yet. <laughs> Jeff, so I don't know. Immature. I think our taste buds change and that's why you don't didn't like dark chocolate when you were a kid. Oh, no. These still are, are crap. Okay. I think all the right. big issue is that these are terrible dark chocolates. All right. And so I associated all dark chocolate. Oh, it's Hershey's. It must be good. The good no, stuff. they're terrible. And especially when they've been sitting around for a couple of days, they get like chalky. So you get like chalky and bitter, which is always uh. a great a great combination. <laughs> and yeah. team. Yeah, for me, it's just you, you would get that bag of miniatures and I'd sit down there and you'd wind up with like four or five Mr. Good bars, and then like 30 of the Hershey's dark yeah. chocolates. Yeah. Like, why are they in there? I, I, I don't feel as as strongly, s- strongly as you do. And I know that, you know, I think that there is certainly something, I think women and women very specifically lean towards Once they go dark chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if like the bitterness is just like a flavor profile that uh-huh. women skew oh. towards a little bit more. But you mentioned Mr. Good bar and... That is 100% never eaten by me in the bag. I, that, <laughs> really? That's the last one that's like Crackle's number one. Yeah, Crackle's uh, the best. Milk chocolate, yeah. too. Special. Like we just did a, a mini Mount Rushmore of like what's in the variety bag. <laughs> right, the assorted. The assorted the For mini. me, the Mr. Good Bar is the, it's chocolate plus special choking agents that live with inside. <laughs> that is, I think, the skin out from the outside of a peanut, but no actual peanut. I feel like I've always got a 
and, it, and made extra sharp. Sharp. Like, like sharpen that peanut so it's nice and jaggedy. That's what Mr. Goodbar's day job was. I shopping peanuts. It's an ironic name, isn't it? <laughs> and was it related to I the know, movie looking yeah. for Mr. Goodbar? No, I don't believe from? that was a tie-in. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they also had a McDonald's tie-in with looking for Mr. Goodbar either. So Michael, Mr. Goodbar, by the way, looking for Mr. Goodbar, by the way, is a movie that basically is Diane Keaton look, hanging out at bars looking for men. It doesn't end well for her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Uh, Michael, what is your second choice? Well, my second choice, and I couldn't find it, and maybe maybe that's a good thing, uh, looking for this little challenge. Uh, The Abba Zabba Bar. I saw an Abba Zabba last week. Did you really? Was it in Minnesota? No, it was in the Los Angeles, yeah. So before this podcast, I went around to six different places looking for, I guess, the ska of candy bars. Yeah. And it was just the ska. Have you seen the package? Oh, the, the specials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Specials. Um, the only Michael will get this. These Sammy's on. That's right. Okay, uh, do you, did the when you asked the agent behind the counter at the candy specialty store, did he shake his head and go, "Another Zabba head disappointed"? <laughs> uh, what was it? What is it about the Abba Zabba? Well, it's other than an awesome name. Well, it's. That's the only thing and that the Abba tie-in. That's the only thing that it has going for it was is like a cool name, a yeah. real fun name. It's a Captain Captain Beefheart song. Is it Abba's Abba? Yeah, it is. Is it really? Is yeah, it, absolutely. It? Yeah. Um, but the name's great, but the taste is awful. Uh-huh. It's like this. It's taff- that's their slogan. <laughs> name's great, tastes awful. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a taffy. It's like a white taffy surrounding peanut butter insides. And if there are two ta- tastes, two flavors that go together poorly it's like this weird like double gooey weird stretchy thing that just Mm -hmm. like it's in your mouth and you're just like i don't yeah i don't want that i haven't had one of those in a long time but i will say that in general mass produced taffy Mm -hmm. is garbage (laughs) like whether it's laffy taffy or like the wrapped smaller kind of taffies like if you actually go to a place that makes like fresh taffy that's good but somehow it just doesn't translate to the production. It doesn't, package, production, it doesn't yeah. package right. It doesn't, it doesn't hold up. Yeah, you're it's right. It's got a viscosity and a texture that it gets kind of oily. It doesn't stay stable. Somewhat, yeah, it's just, it doesn't work. I have an impression that some of these candies, and the one I'll pick I think falls in this category, weren't intentionally made, but they're <laughs> something that they do to clean out the machinery for the good candies. And Douse the result, that thing in, in uh, a, a banana oil and... Yeah. Douche it out a little bit, and there you go. Oh, so it seems like we shouldn't throw this stuff away. What do you? What should we call it? Ah, Abba, Abba. Abba. Yeah. I guess uh, the original packaging for it was a little racist back in oh, no. back in the 30s or 40s oh. or something. It uh, it had like you know some African tribesmen on there, really, and it was you know kind of in blackface. And mm-hmm. just, Did you buy them at Sa- at Sambo's? Basically, like yeah, it was it's just unfortunate. It, yeah, I think they made the right choice when they. They're just like, mm-hmm. uh, taxi cab checkered shape. <laughs> We're going to move on. I'm, I'm really glad that we, I couldn't find any because I think it would have killed it for the rest <laughs> of the day. Okay, so we are at our halfway point. Each of our enemy combatants, uh, candy um, combatants, has chosen their two. Uh, and one of those two was matching the circus peanuts. So this is so far, we've only really got one choice each that's different. Um, but your choice is clear. But we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what candy you like. We'd love to hear your feedback. Go to the iTunes um, application on your PC or Mac and go search for Mount Rushmore Podcast and 
leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We'd love to hear your feedback. It helps us know what you like and helps other people out there in the iTunes verse understand what you like. We like reviews from Abba to Zaba. <laughs> and go on uh, to the Google box and search Mount Rushmore podcast, and that'll lead you to our Twitter, maybe to even to our Instagram, but definitely to our website where you can comment and you can see additional content that we put up that is related to each episode. So we might, for this episode, post the links to history of the Abba Zaba bar or uh, old commercials for uh, Cirque's Peanuts or something we might find. Uh, or the entire film, Looking for Mr. Goodbar, starring Diane Keaton. So let's get back to our original scheduled programming. I think, Richard, maybe it's time for you to express Yeah, it's time for my third. And I'm going with the good and plenty, oh, okay. which is neither good. Although There's plenty Michael also it. got a box of these, although it wasn't one of his choices. So we do have plenty of them. I think they're called – I think the plenty part is because – you're always going to have them at the end. Because no one will eat them. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> it's right. a, you know, it's funny how the other brands of like the Good and Plenty brand, like Mike and Ike. Yeah. Like those are so good. And I think they're like a reaction to how bad Good and Plenty are. Oh. Right. It's, it's, so if you never had one, I'm going to explain it. There's these pills. They look like the Dr. <laughs> Mario pills. <laughs> really do. Um, that are kind of a, a vague purpley pink or white. Uh-huh. And they're really hard shelled. No. Are white and pink different flavored? No. They're oh, the so same. It's licorice with candy It's on, basically right? black licorice, like really bad black licorice mm-hmm. with a hard candy shell that's really nasty. And you put it all together into like a, a wacky fun pill shape. Wow. And you wind up, I can't do this, guys. This isn't as bad as I remember. No, it's pretty bad. I do feel like these... Do bear the the depression era creation all over them. Like everything about this says, this was good in a place where kids might chew on sawdust for fun. So one of the things my mom used to tell me when she was a kid, and she grew up in the depression, is they would actually go get wait until like a road had been paved and the road tar was really soft, and they would eat that like it was candy. Oh my god, that is the oh saddest thing I. It's We've reached new, <laughs> new depths. Oh, of... Holy smokes! Really? So my point is, Good and Plenty's kind of taste like I would imagine road tar would taste, <laughs> except maybe like not as good of a consistency. A little bit better. No, no, no. It's I. I'll have to go get some road tar to be able to uh, compare. But mm. yeah, it's... basically, my family. Yeah, my, from what I can gather, my mom was actually the you know Tom Job and his family from. Uh, <laughs> you know, I. I do wonder about the subcategory of candies that I think is very frequently suspect, and those are movie theater candies. So you have Snowcaps, Mike and Ike's, Good and Plenty. Dots. Dots, yeah, that are, I think, sponsored by the American Dental Association to loosen any kind of fillings that you may have yeah. had. <laughs> yeah, Good and Plenty's kind of stick around for a while, too. Mm-hmm. That's also one I... Big candy, again, is getting getting in, our po- in, in everyone's <laughs> pockets and in your gums, too. I noticed this with the... Between uh, your molar. The Circus Peanuts, as well. As the good and plenty, they're very proud to state they're a fat-free candy. Oh. So feel free to eat as many of our yeah. shitty candies as you want. Yeah. Won't go to your waste. Probably you'll need to throw up when you're done, so hey, even better. I love that thing. Fat-free, yes. Anthrax, we don't know. There might be traces. <laughs> so yeah, good and plenty is just, it's one of those things that you would buy at the mm-hmm. at the movies. Yeah. Not even the best of the end candies. No, 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 no. They're like they're like the black sheep brother to like Mike and Ike's mm-hmm. or Red Hots yeah. or something like that. Red Hots are uh 
like they take some getting used to, but once you get into them, you're like, man, all I want is red hot. You dig it in. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I know black licorice is such a, it's another thing that's very divisive. I think so far, like you said, there's like a theme that's kind of running through your choices where these are all like old people candies. Yeah. Yeah. Like these weird, like the weird peanuts and then black licorice mm-hmm. and like slash road tar. Bad yeah. dark chip chocolate. Bad dark chocolate. It's sort of like, I, I don't know if it was just the technology, the candy technology has improved in the last hundred mm-hmm. years or, or just the people's tastes have become more or less sophisticated i can't really tell candies, but candies might be akin to the comic strips that exist in your newspaper in that they have some from a hundred years ago right next to some from like just last week like you might have boondocks right. next to gasoline alley or like or a, a labner a labner something like that they just when when those uh, when people dig in and get dig their heels in those that thing's not going away yeah it's like it's like they're like politicians who can't get out of office no matter how hard you try they're just they're just there, yeah. and you're like, how is this person yeah. been in the Senate for forty six years? I yeah, yeah. The Jesse Helms, yeah, yeah, good and plenty are like the Strom Thurmond, yeah. Yeah. of candies, is what you're saying. <laughs> the incumbent candy actually should be the Abba Zabba, since the the touch of racism, I suppose. <laughs> okay, Michael, what's your next choice? So we were talking about uh, movie theater candy, and my next choice is right along on that same lines, and it's. Raisinettes. Oh, uh, no. Stop putting, stop covering awful things with chocolate and passing them off as something you want to eat. <laughs> I don't like raisins. I don't like raisins uh, either. I don't like them. I don't like them with milk on them. I grew up, I, mean, I grew up in the raisin capital of the world, literally. Iran? Hey, yes. I grew up in, <laughs> no, I grew up in Kingsburg, which is the raisin, has more raisin production than any town or city in uh-huh. the United States. Oh. And so raisins were everywhere. I had family that were did you know grew raisins for Coca Cola, mm-hmm. and I hate raisins. Okay, and I don't know if it's because of that or some sort of weird like childhood psychology behind mm-hmm. it. You know, we have the sun made plants in my town. Mm-hmm. There you go. And you seem like a villain He's making the case for me right now. Hold it's, on. Oh, you seem like a so Spider Man villain waiting to happen. I hate raisins. <laughs> <laughs> what would my name be if I was like like a or like well like an old DC comic sort of like super, <laughs> Superman sort I'm of thing? Try, I haven't had these in forever. I'm gonna try one and I'm gonna. Is it one of the also the the diminutive gender named candies? Like, yes. Yeah. For the ladies. I, I gotta say I, I like them. Okay. No, it's not too bad. Actually, after having bitched about it's weird they didn't like raisins for that long. They it's didn't not terrible. Taste terribly like raisins. Maybe, maybe the maybe the ratio has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, more like chocolate with a little hint of something. Hint of it, I can it's barely a, taste. I. God, it's such I a sweetened raisin. To, no, that's not bad. Hold on a second. So, I'm on board with the dark chocolate. I don't think that was terrible. So we've gone through the and whole plot. We're on board with this raisinette yeah. thing. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know what? <laughs> when you're wrong, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Wow. And, okay. Uh, I'd still never ordered. I'd still. No, never, they're not good enough no, no, that I'd no, want no, to eat no, them. Let's not get crazy. Here. Are you uh, a mixer? Like uh, some of these are movie theater candies. My wife's a movie theater mixer, where she'll buy popcorn and then. Uh, uh, Sully them with a with M and M's with M and M's. Yeah, my wife does that. Or a milk dud or a chocolate thing. That I think that comes down to you need like new experience. Like popcorn's just not good enough. Gotta gotta yeah. gussy it up or whatever. yeah. Or it's the, I think the sugar, the sweet salt. Kind yeah, of it's the, the sweet and the salt yeah. is what it is. Yeah. and I think also it's when you get the box of, of uh, popcorn. 
mm-hmm. you know, you can only get butter on the top like layer. Oh yeah. So after that, it's just sort of plain mm-hmm. crappy popcorn. Yeah. But if you add the M and M's in that sort of throughout the eating, uh-huh. you've got these M and M's to kind of break up the yeah. taste. I think it's also important to be able to get. Every type of stain on your shirt possible. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if you have a yellow stain and like, so you look like you peed and shit on yourself. Things I used to do to make sure I got the, got all the butter flavoring I could get on a popcorn. I would ask for the, uh, you know, they have the, the drink carriers that has the big thing on the inside for you to take like hot dogs. Yeah. And I would get one of those and I would just fill, I would like dump half of my popcorn into that and then put the butter all over that and put more butter inside the now half full container of popcorn. And this is like a shake it up. And I also sometimes I would ask for like the you know like the the cups that they you know usually you put like you know, dressing or something like that in like those little like plastic cups. Yeah. And yeah. I would just fill that up with like, fill a couple of those up with uh, butter f- flavoring. That way I could just kind of dunk it into my popcorn throughout the course of the, the night. <laughs> now I sympathize and with you, the people you... <laughs> with the people who make food and try to guess what these. Cretins want because no matter what you make, they're going to do these bizarre things yeah. to try to doctor it to their own taste. I, I think the uh, the last comment on raisinets is that it seems like they don't taste like raisins, which was their, the greatest contribution. They, they they almost taste like caramel. Like there's almost like a like they could just be caramel on yeah. with chocolate on the top. Mm-hmm. If you were to tell me that was caramel underneath there, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, seems about right. That's funny because Richard, when you said. You grew, they grew raisins for Coke. I didn't realize that raisins, Coke or, had raisins in it? Or grapes. I think my, my uncle actually grows grapes. So grapes. I think he does raisins too, but then he also does grapes. And they use grape for like... It's a flavoring or... Yeah, Coca-Cola flavoring or and some sort oh, of like... Okay. Par, it's actually part of the Coca-Cola mix. And it may be some other product that Coke makes. Dr. So Dr. Pepper has a weird... It has prunes. Prunes, that's Prunes, that's right. <laughs> There's a lot of history of Dr. Pepper. The, the old logo used to have the, word, uh, the numbers 10, 2, and 4 on it. And that's when you were supposed to drink it to keep regular because it was a drink that was purported to kind of help you help your digestion. Or huh. help, yeah. Hmm. Old Fascinating. people. Love old, old people. This is a podcast for you. Uh, so I guess we're rounding the home stretch. Yep. What's so your fourth, Richard? My fourth is the, I think after having one that we all kind of agreed wasn't too bad, it's good to finish up here with one I think we can universally agree is yeah. awful. And that's the Necco wafer. Oh, yeah. Really bad. It yeah. is actually the oldest candy produced in the United States, and it tastes like it. I'm not just saying about this particular roll being produced starting in 1847, but it will taste like it when I have it. Wow. All right, we're necoing it. Here, let me get some crunch for you here. There's a weird... There's a weird mint that's like... It has like a through line of like a peppermint or something. You might not... Because there are... That's an industrial emulsifier. There are seven different colors (laughs) that each have a flavor. This is this is the chalk that was put down on the uh, <laughs> on the roads. Yeah. The kids eat tar Richard's and chalk, <laughs> and when they tried to draw the lines on it, we ate that too. We ate the road cones. We ate the construction crew. <laughs> so we had a horse pulling the. There, I take that back. There are horse. eight flavors of Necco wafers. You take that back, sir. Lemon, lime, orange, clove, which are the purple ones, which. You know, no, you know what kids really love to eat nowadays? <laughs> Clove. Clove. It's like ham without the ham. Uh, cinnamon, wintergreen, which is the pink one, so that might have been what you had. Licorice, because everyone likes the black licorice. 
and also chocolate. So I'm gonna, in honor of Brown Town, I'm uh-huh. gonna try find find a. Wow, the clove one is really not good. I not feel like good. these survive due to their functionality in gingerbread house construction. <laughs> like not <laughs> not their actual um, taste alone. But as a kid, I can't even imagine if you were to after you tear apart a gingerbread house that you would that would be one something you would want to eat. These are such like a novelty flavor. Like you have them and you're like, huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> All right. There you go. Do you think this was an old kind of a, a relic of a time gone by when you might sit in front of the general store and the whole your whole day might be just watching, you know, old man Johnson <laughs> beat his rugs or something like that? And so that Is yeah. that a euphemism for something? <laughs> Johnson beating Taylor, your rugs. Beating his Johnson. And the idea that uh, maybe tastes didn't have to knock you over the head. You could be more subtle. I guess so. Like I don't know. Right? I think this is the best they could do. And then it just kind of became, like Michael said, standardized. I know that it was something they would send to the troops in World War II as part of their packet. Oh, uh, along yeah, with rations, they, because how, it was that's how they got them to like storm the beach at Normandy. It's like just don't, don't send me back to this. <laughs> I would just, Captain, would you mind running me through with your bayonet? I don't want to eat these Necco wafers. And they would send them because they are. They apparently they because they're chalk. Yeah, they they would actually survive like the the trip oh, okay. from the U.S. to Europe or wherever they were going. Like and the they'll survive an atomic blast, <laughs> so which once again goes to show that how much we apparently hate our veterans and uh-huh. hate our troops. And uh, we would poison them with this. Yeah. And also, uh, Admiral Byrd, in his uh, voyage to whichever help hole he was going to, mm-hmm. took these along as well. Probably as a last resort, if people were starving, maybe they would have these. I mean, they're really... I can't overstate how much this tastes like an antacid, but with all the flavor <laughs> replaced. <laughs> and like kind of replaced with the most like artificially... Awful, kind of, but vague. Not yeah. like, a, oh boy, this really tastes like I said one of the, I think lemon one, the yellow ones, mm-hmm. lemon, I guess. And it doesn't taste like like a lemon head, but it just tastes like a bad reproduction. It's like the a generic version yeah. of a lemon head taste. If you describe chalk, if you describe the lemon head to somebody from another planet and they had to try to whip that up in their flavor. Atorian, that's what it would be. Yeah, yeah. So if you never actually had yeah. a lemon head, exactly, okay. and, but you tried to like. Like the telephone game yeah. of how, how <laughs> lemon head tastes, you would wind up with this. All right, uh, Winfield, wrap us up. Uh, my last choice is the candy runts, which are a fruit based hard candy. I only remember getting these out of like a 25 cent machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, out, of course. Out of, uh, you know, in front of a, a convenience store. Um, and by the way, real quick, let's try and figure out the Mount Rushmore of things you could buy for at the twenty-five cent convenience store. Yeah, turny thing. Oh, like a, a sticker, like a ring, maybe like a spider ring. Uh, the football like. helmet. Did you guys have the football oh, helmet? Oh yeah, yeah, the little. Football Those helmets. are fun. Uh, the, sticky hand. Sticky hand is uh-huh. probably. It has to be on there, and also yeah. it's uh, the most disappointing once you actually because you're like, oh. This isn't that sticky. Well, it's sticky and for it's now covered in dirt. <laughs> yeah, instantly. Yeah, I think you have like one attempt to stick it. Yeah, and after that, it's done. A uh, wall, those like wacky wall. Yeah, hangers, wall. The, oh, the, the wacky are, wall uh-huh. walkers. Yeah, I was trying to think of like I remember just this month they just have a little rubber bouncy ball inside. That was always pretty exciting. You know I what always, you're gonna get. Yeah, that's a good one. Kids, kids always like that. I always like the uh, the sticker, but it was 100 percent never the team or 
cool design that you thought you were going to yeah. get. Like, oh, look at that awesome glittery dragon. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, here's a butterfly. And you're like, uh. why, why would you? Why is that the option? <laughs> or like the, uh, remember the homies? No. The really offensive, like, yes. little, like, okay. figurine, yeah. rubber figurines of, like, gang stereotypical gangbangers. Oh, wow. Uh, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? <laughs> so either that or a single bullet, just, like, in a little... <laughs> so back to runs. Like, the flavors aren't terrible, like, orange and apple and... Should we eat one? Strawberry. Is there one that you would say is the worst of the of oh. the runt? Well, the, the problem is banana. <laughs> Get the, oh yeah! Get the fuck out of here, banana! No Stupid one wants banana. you. I like. I will eat the other ones, and they're fine. They're not like incredible. Yeah. They're not, but like just banana being in there just takes it all the way yeah. down. So I've had a. If, if there's a part of the candy that you literally just throw away, mm-hmm. and ow, yeah, <laughs> Jesus! I was I, not expecting that to be that hard. I did say hard candy. Yeah, but nope. Yeah. The oh wow. What they do taste is different from each other, and I don't feel like there's some of these candies that purport, like the Neko's flavors are so subtly different. These are dramatically different. The first thing you taste is sugar, and the second thing you taste is <coughs> whatever that sub-flavor is. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm going to yeah. break a tooth, if I, by the way, if I have all these. I do, they're, 100%. They're like a punishment. They're a yeah. punishment for your quarter that you wasted. I do feel and, like, Oh, that's really... What's, what's the green one? It looks like a... Lime? An apple or a lime. Oh, No. <laughs> oh no! I think that I think what get what, it out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I think what is also interesting about these is that like, there's no way that they were ever fresh in the little <laughs> in the little stanchion. Right. They're definitely a, a year old, yet you still buy them, thinking yeah. like, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Oh, that was that that try the lime one. Somebody else, the green one, because that. So last week I got a really bad migraine. And I never had migraines before, and I got a really bad one. And one of the things that happened was when I tried to drink water, it tasted like kind of burning acid, kind of, or almost like if you'd taken like cayenne pepper and put it in a bunch of water. Uh-huh. So what it tasted like, it didn't taste like water. Water didn't taste like water? No, it didn't. It was really strange. Um, I would rather have that than that <laughs> lime thing. That you know, was so bad. You know, it's interesting. On the package here, I'm just noticing it says runs, fruit shaped candy. And then there's like something at the top that says throwback, and that could not have been more accurate. <laughs> Throw <laughs> Just get rid of it. I know they're trying to be like hipster and ironic or whatever, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they literally they're telling you on the package, just yeah. do not buy this. I don't think I've ever actually had these before. I didn't realize how bad these are. These no. are really bad. Okay, so we have uh each expressed uh, our uh, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Richard is recoiling in uh, uh, in in shock and actual taste bud shock right now. Yeah. And we're all now done, right? We don't have to eat anymore, right? We're no, all done. We're all done. <sighs> you guys are all done, but uh, David Brown is not done. He's going to, I'm going to read his suggestions and see which candies it was that he uh, energized him so much in his anger towards bad candies that he expressed what his shitty candies were. So, uh, number one from David Brown was Boston baked beans. Yep. Uh, he, to quote David, get that out of my face, Grandpa. That shit's not candy. <laughs> it's also not beans, by the it's way. It's not beans. It is neither Boston nor beans nor candy. Uh, number two, black and orange Halloween peanut taffy bullshit. I think we all know that stuff. Yeah, again, with the taffy. Yeah, that's like the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons would give you that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Number three, that giant generic 99-cent store hollow chocolate Easter bunny. <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. The holiday-specific candy yeah. and its lackluster um, qualities. Number four, the Whitman sampler, because nothing says I don't give a shit about you like a Whitman sampler. <laughs> that's, that was their tagline for 30 years. <laughs> they eventually changed it. <laughs> I guess I actually kind of like the Whitman sampler. Oh, oh really? No. The Slim Whitman sampler? Yeah. Okay. There's <laughs> nothing but yodeling every time. <laughs> a little bit of yodel with every bite. I don't know. I, I my mom would get to get it sometimes at the store, and they're on sale. Uh-huh. And it was kind of fun to go through, and you'd like match up like the shape with what it was, so you yeah. didn't know to avoid like the cherry filled crap. Okay. But I don't know. I, yeah. don't, I don't mind those so much. <laughs> but I do agree with the sentiment, though. Yeah. Uh, and so you know, real quickly, I'll just let you know um, what my choice was. You know, some of these candies, I think, were. Like good and plenty were named after the promise that they had. It was not of quality. It was just they were good, and there's plenty of them. And that candy that I chose as the shitty candy was uh, the bit of honey. Oh yeah, uh, that's, that's a not good one. Yeah, I remember as a child, and maybe we can put this in the comments. The commercials were all about uh, a guy being put before firing squad, and they might ask him what his last meal was, and it would be a bit and hu- a bit of honey because it took a long time to eat. It was never because it was good. It was because that its component ingredients of sawdust and, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to draw out my miserable life yeah, just just yeah. seven minutes more. Because the last thing I want before I die is to remember this shitty candy. This shitty candy. Um, so now is the time where I'm going to recap the uh, choices of our enemy combatants, um, and those choices for Richard uh, were uh, Circus Peanut, which was Michael's as well, the Hershey's Special Dark, um, the Good and Plenty, and the Necco Wafer. Uh, for Michael Winfield, it was the the Circus Peanut, and the Abba Zabba Bar, the Raisinets, and the Runts. Um, and I'm going to decide on By Richard. By the way, I'm glad you said decide because there are no winners. In there this. are no winners. Yeah, really, are there any of us who's a winner? I'm, I'm going to decide with Richard. And let me tell you what the journey Michael Winfield went on. Michael really went on a journey here. One, it was a, a fool's errand in trying to find an Abba Zabba. Um, but, so he had to kind of go from memory on how much he detested this. But then it was interesting how his memory kind of proved a little bit faulty with the Raisinette. That was a candy that perhaps as a kid we kind of have a response to. When somebody gives you candy and it's got nutritious raisins in it, fuck that candy. And I think maybe that was Michael's uh, response as a child for choosing that. But then as an adult, you taste it and you go, hey, man, this isn't too bad. Uh, but then he took us down uh, uh, a nightmare uh um, descent into hell with raisin, with the runts. Yeah, I would say the yeah. runts, by the way, are the worst. Might yeah. be the worst thing that we had out out of all of these. Right up there with the circus peanuts. I think yeah. those are the two worst. It's, I finished strong, but you finished strong. Uh, but I'm, so I'm going to go with Richard on this one, and I think it also one thing Richard did kind of regale us with in the the his choice of candies was a kind of man's evolution from young man to old man, and how our tastes change, and uh, perhaps um, maybe there's a candy like the Necco wafer that is made for the dead man, I think, you know, so I don't know. It was a, definitely the journey. Again, yeah. no winners. On no winners. <laughs> All losers. So, so I'm going to go dig up some uh, road tar if you guys want to <laughs> get kind of something to cleanse your palate after this. <laughs> That's right. This has been the Rushmore Podcast. I've been Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. Go fuck yourself. Here's David Brown.